welcome back to another weekly podcast of Seeds to Serve. This is G. Angus. And this is G. Catherine. All right, so this week's gospel is about the very classic story that I'm sure all of us know very well because we've all been somewhat involved with Christmas plays or, you know, it's just, how do you not know? It's the story of the visitation of the angel to Mary. So the a summary of this story is that the angel Gabriel comes to visit Mary, who will be the mother of God, and he greets her hail full of grace the lord is with you and informs her that she is to be the mother of god um and mary is obviously super confused because first of all she's not married second of all she's promised to be a virgin so how in the world am i supposed to be pregnant with the son of man and why me and all of these other crazy questions um Obviously, there is no warning, there is no signal to let her know that this was going to happen. And yet, we know that Mary, who is super strong in faith and devotion to God, and in her full belief and trust in him, she says yes. Yeah, and as Gianna said, despite everything, all her disbelief, she says, may it be done according to your word. In other words, Mary says yes. It's hard to imagine that after all her doubts and her disbelief, she accepts and she continues to accept all throughout her life. Exactly. So something that I'd like to bring up as a conversation for today is how Mary was able to take in all of these things that God gave to her and willed of her um, in his plans for her through following the mysteries of the rosary. I want everyone to be thinking about how this connects to our theme for this week, which is obedience. How does Mary obey everything that God asks of her, says yes, willingly, full of trust, full of faith, and how can we model after her and do the same in our daily lives? So we have four mysteries of the rosary. It's the joyful, luminous, sorrowful, and glorious mysteries. And for each of those four mysteries, they have five events within the gospel that relate to each of those themes. And so first, we're going to talk about joyful. And so obviously, classically, the first joyful mystery is the Annunciation, which I'll start off with. And so, of course, this is what the gospel is for this week where Angel Gabriel shows up and tells her, you are to be the mother of God. And Mary says, I am the handmaid of the Lord. Be it done to unto me according to your word. So I am supposed to be the mother of God. Okay, I accept this. And so the theme for this mystery is both obedience and humility. For Mary is like a teenager, someone like 15, 16 years old. Um, She is just another human being like the rest of us. Although she is special that she was born without original sin, she is human, fully 100% human. And for her to be bestowed with this gift, this blessing, this responsibility of being the Lord's mother is something that is probably unfathomable. Like, how do you... How do you grasp that? And yet, for her to be able to humble herself and say, I am your servant. I was made for the purpose of serving you. 
And so whatever you ask of me, I'll do it. For her to be able to realize that is super touching. And so, so in the same way, we should try to follow in Mary's footsteps in that whatever God asks of us, let's try to, even if we don't fully grasp and understand why he's asking that of us, try to say yes and let him lead you rather than try to walk your own path and create your own future even if you have good intentions even if you think that what you're doing is for god sometimes it's important to let go and let god be the one to lead you instead yeah and going off of that the second joyful mystery is the visitation which is when mary after she has conceived of Jesus, goes and visits her cousin, Elizabeth. And when she visits Elizabeth, then she finds out that Elizabeth also has a child um, or is pregnant with one. And that child is St. John the Baptist. So there are these two women who one is of old age and she isn't really supposed to have a child and one is not even married and yet she has a child. And these two women have come together in their very unique experiences and they find comfort in each other. There's kind of this, I'd say, courage in both of them where they both know that they are kind of outsiders in this whole pregnancy thing and comforting each other through this time full of blessing. Yeah, so I think this is a great place to transition into the Luminous Mysteries, where we'll be talking about the wedding at Cana. And so this is a super monumental moment in the timeline of Jesus Christ um, coming down to earth and spreading the good news and then bringing us all closer to God in that this is the very first miracle that he performed. And Mary has a very large role in this. What's amazing about this is that it shows us the greatness of being able to reach Jesus through Mary. Um, So something that I think is really cool is that sometimes it feels kind of awkward to just talk directly to God and say, Dear God, I am struggling with this. Um, Please help me. Or this sucks. Or you know, anything that I want to say to God is kind of kind of intimidating because it's God, you know? Uh, whereas trying to talk through Mary is something that I feel like is a lot easier to do because Mary is our mother. Not only is she God's mother, but she is also our mother. And so talking to my mom about something that's troubling me and asking for her to pray for me and give me the support and the love that I need um, is something that I feel is a lot easier to do and is an easier entrance into holiness, I guess. Yeah, and the part where Jesus says, what would you have me do? My hour has not yet come. And Mary says, do whatever he tells you. And I thought that was just such, I guess, a mom thing to do you know, supportive, just go for it mother that she is, tells him and comforts him to just listen to God and tells Jesus that he knows what to do and to turn to God and just listen 
and just do as he says because that's what she has always done and she has always trusted in God so she is instilling that in Jesus during his first ever miracle yeah definitely so now let's move on to talk about the sorrowful mysteries one that I really wanted to talk about is the crucifixion and death of Jesus Something that really stirred up emotions in me about the crucifixion and death of Jesus is um, a lyric in the song, Be Born in Me, which is a song that we use for a Christmas play. There's a specific line where Mary sings, I will hold you in the beginning, you will hold me in the end. And that song lyric really actually made me think that that's not true because yes, Mary holds Jesus in the beginning, her baby child, her infant, but at the very end, it's her child who dies before she does. And in the end, she is the one who is holding Jesus's cold body in her arms at the end as well. It's such a painful thing to imagine is that your kid that you give birth to, knowing that this is the son of man, this is God, only to see him be crucified, for her to have to endure and know that all of this would happen is something that something that i don't think i could ever be able to bear myself that is a cross that the lord gave to mary that was so heavy because of this i have a profound respect for mary knowing that her faith and her obedience to god is just infinite and unpenetrable like her endless love, just it just never ends. It's amazing. And her strength to endure the most painful of experiences too. So I don't know. I think I just really truly admire her and her strength. And yeah, I'm speechless. <laughs> yeah, endless love and strength is exactly what drew me to the other sorrowful mystery which is the carrying of the cross so before jesus is crucified on it then he had to carry it and one of the stations of the cross that has always struck me is when jesus meets his mother she has been following him through this crowd who who has been ridiculing him and she makes it through the crowd and goes up to him and touches his bloody face and can feel the weight of the cross through Jesus, like Jeandus was saying, just to carry this ultimate trial and to not be able to do anything. Just know that your son is fulfilling God's plan and she is in so much anguish, yet she doesn't hate the crowd. She doesn't resent them afterwards in any way. The overcoming emotion rather than hate for anyone she channels all of that to love for jesus because it doesn't matter what everyone else is doing they're going to do it regardless but the thing that she can control is how much love she shows jesus and all of that is poured into him and onto him when they meet while he's carrying the cross and both the image of them meeting while he's carrying the cross and Mary holding Jesus in her arms at the end are both very beautiful and powerful images. For sure. 
Alright, and then our last mystery is the Glorious Mysteries, and we'll both be talking about why we chose the coronation of Mary as Queen of Heaven and Earth. So I chose the coronation of Mary because just the description of it all was, I can't use any other word but to say glorious, and she is welcomed onto this throne and given a crown. It says she is clothed with the sun the moon under her feet, and on her head a crown of 12 stars. And I chose this more because of just my personal experience, because growing up, every month of May, my school would have the May crowning, and the, I think it's the eighth graders, would come down with flowers and offer them to Mary. I guess it's like the um, the American and less dancey and sing-songy version of Young Hua. And it's just this very beautiful and very adoring action that we did as classmates to just offer that to Mary. And just seeing her so regal and beautiful, it's, she's not a queen of heaven just because of her looks and you know how well she can rule over heaven she is deserving of the title of queen because of how she has continuously been a servant to god and accepted his will and accepted his will to the very end i agree wholeheartedly i think that this image of mary being crowned queen of heaven and earth is so beautiful and also, actually, truly reminds me that in the end, Jesus does get to hold Mary because once they get to reunite in heaven, then she gets to embrace and be with her son, her child once again. But something that I really wanted to emphasize here is that Mary is queen. She is the queen. So <laughs> anything that you ask of her, she can give. She has that power. She has that authority. Like. There is no woman out there more powerful than Mary. So, like, if there's anything that ever is troubling me, I know that I can run into her mantle, which is the thing that she wears on her head. Like, run and be comforted and safe within her mantle and know that nothing can harm me. And, like, the picture of Mary Guadalupe is standing on the devil's head. Like, the devil has no chance against her. And so... In every single appearance of her to like people on earth in Me at La Vang, in Lady Guadalupe, Our Lady of Fatima, she's always saying, Pray, please pray. And so that is that is the secret to it. If you want to be protected by this powerful lady, Mary, then just pray. And what you ask will be given to you. And so I think that it's just amazing how Mary was able to say yes lord at the very beginning and then she was able to hold on to her faith and to her trust in god's will and his plans for her for the world and keep on pushing through um continuously continually loving and then finally at her resting place on her throne in heaven she continues to look down on us with loving eyes and 
be there for us, always supporting us. It's just amazing that like, that's our mom, our second mom up there in heaven, who will do anything that she can to provide for us and to make sure that we are in a good, safe, holy place. And so, I don't know, Mary's just great. I love her. (laughs) Yes, and if you've listened this far, then when you come into the Zoom, let's show some love to our great mother and the ultimate queen herself and type Queen Mother Mary into the chat just, you know, so we know that you've stuck with us this long and show some love to her as she deserves. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll see you on Saturday. Bye. Bye.